listen to hair wrong. From hair wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. They're wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. From hair wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still gotta keep the world together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gon' do it like, like us? Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah, yeah. Hello, hello, and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Cree Robertson, alongside my soundman extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And we've returned to the studio for episode 351. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, what's going on? Hey, yes, sir, yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, what you been getting into this week? Uh, this week, I got to catch up on this old anime that I started a while back, but didn't really get into. It's called Ascendance of the Bookworm. Okay. And it's um it's an isekai that's a little bit that's actually not a little bit that's quite different from the typical uh, uh isekai tropes you know this series actually does a good job of avoiding a lot of them and um you got to because there's a lot of them <laughs> yeah yeah they they isekai is like are, are notoriously cookie cutter you know what I mean essentially mm-hmm. you, you you born you get born overpowered and then you you know just a bunch of goodness starts falling into your lap and occasionally you fight like a demon lord or some shit this and that's generally how they go but in this one um uh the main character she was like a basically you know the tropes of like teenagers they're always on their phones type shit mm-hmm. like that's how she was but with books you know what i mean like to the uh-huh. point where like her mom would make her a dinner and be like yo you know what i mean don't be reading at the table and shit she's like man i look at that shit when i'm done bro i'm almost done reading this book type shit you know what i mean so she was like neglecting people in her life because she mm-hmm. was like so most immersing herself in books and um well she died as she lived you know what I'm saying? She fell off of a, a, a book ladder in the library and a bunch of books collapsed on her and nah, killed her. <laughs> you get it like you live, nigga. <laughs> so she ends up uh, uh, getting reborn into the body of a young girl called Mine. And um, she it's like complete opposite of what typically happens with Isekai main characters where she's like, the character is very young. She's super frail. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, she's constantly bedridden because of uh, she's getting these mysterious fevers and shit. Oh, so she's born into someone else's life altogether. Yeah, yeah. She gets reincarnated into, like, the fantasy world. And, like, she's the daughter of, like, this—I believe her dad is, like, a guard. Her mom is a seamstress, and she also has a little older sister. Man, her shot life is shitty, bro. It, it's, it starts off pretty <laughs> whack, bro. It's a mad like, mundane lifestyle, It starts bro. off pretty whack. And also, that's the, that's the same reason why I, I didn't get into it. Like, I, I heard it was very, very good, and, and I heard nothing but good things, and the animation looked amazing. It sounds like a slow start, though. But, yeah, but you know what I mean? And so, I watched the first two episodes, and I was like, man, I can't get into it. Because episode one and episode two is pretty much about her um, getting used to her surroundings, being like, well... I mean, that just means I got a whole new life to read books. I'm dope. But, you know, in this world, like, books are hella rare. You know what I'm saying? It's, uh, mm. The first time she sees a book, it's in, like, a glass viewing case in a, in a glass viewing case in a merchant's uh, uh, shop. And he was like, now nah, you can't even touch that, nigga. Only nobles can, can even look at that, much less. So wow, not, only, not only are books, like, super rare, most people don't know how to read. Most people don't know to how say, to write. They write in English, though. No, she, it was some new language that she had to learn all over again. Oh, but she's tied down with that. She was like, oh, learn. I learned to yeah, read she more? Okay. She smashed it super quick. She even, like, finagled her way into getting someone to teach her how to do reading and then getting more responsibilities because she could do arithmetic in her head without knowing how to use their um abacus-type thing. So 
It was, uh, it was, but overall, I, I, I would highly recommend it to anyone. It's, it's very good because it's, it's super wholesome. You don't get any of the typical etchy bullshit. Um, uh, the stories the, is very good. It progresses very, very nicely. It starts just with her. Well, a little bit of backstory, right? So in this world, the only people who can use magic are nobles. And so there's a huge, um, you know, the, the, power the gap. yeah, the, the power gap and also sort of, sort of like, you know, how they're the, the the anime trope of the nobles looking down on the commoners are heavy in this one. It's yeah, a very yeah. central theme. So you find out that the fever that she has is actually what's called the devouring. Oh, and what the devouring is, is like it's when a commoner gets uh, has mana, but their body can't process the mana. So it pretty much just starts eating them from the inside out. And so you most gotta cast magic. Yeah, and you don't, and you can't learn how to cast magic if you're not a noble. You feel me? So you're pretty much. Oh, that's just rude. So it's not that I can't. It's just that y'all niggas won't let us. Yeah. Well, we haven't really been interested, really explain the magic system yet. Mm. And it's also another one of those things where it's like, depending on how big this world is and how deep the author goes, is I wouldn't be surprised if that's just noble propaganda. You feel me? Of course, me? it's always. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a very legitimate and easy way to get around because this. The idea that the no. Listen, there's a reason why, like, back in the day, they had to tell them, like, yo, we got blood of the gods in us. <laughs> because they had to differentiate themselves. Because deep down, they know, oh, we just like you. There's really no difference. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so the idea that the, the only the nobles can cast magic is probably propaganda. Because in the end, there really is no difference between them and the other people. Just their station. You know, it's social me. status. And it's like, uh, so it, you she eventually... Um, the the one of the anime trope the isekai tropes they do use is that she uses her knowledge of the past world to like you know what I'm saying yeah, start a... inventing shit you know what I'm saying and so she ends up meeting a, a a merchant through her connections and he's the first one that is able to identify what's wrong with her because to everyone it just seems like oh she just gets fevers a lot and she passes out and she doesn't really have the stamina to walk from like here to the front gate with like 300 wow. feet away without. <laughs> needing to be carried that's and shit. not weird at all you know what i mean so it's just like it's just the sickness that you know she got like every once in a while and shit so ignorance is not good, <laughs> but boy is it comfortable and so eventually she builds up her connections and as these connections get more and more powerful she starts finding out more and more about not only the world but her illness and how to handle it and shit and so the show goes from just her learn, wanting to make uh, uh, books to, well, that never changes, but it's her learning how to start making just the basic materials. First, um, I think season one is all about her successfully creating paper and the oh, trial and error wow, that she wins goes on. She's learning book bindery now? Yeah. Like, oh, shit. She goes from, and what's really cool is they also give you a little bit of history on how these mess or like Not who these methods were invented by. Feel As me? somebody who worked in Feel the print me? industry, that. That that that's uniquely kind of like that kind of slaps. I'm like, oh shit, okay. Yo, when she told him about the um, books before, so I'm just like, okay, I want to see how they used to do it because I didn't like I did it as a job. I didn't do it as like I love to make books. Type of shit. So <laughs> this seems like it would be kind of interesting. Yeah, it's super cool. She goes from like uh, uh, clay tablets and mm -hmm. talks about the Mesopotamians and shit and how they created it. She went, she tried papyrus. Oh damn, she went. She deep. tried like she tried everything. You know, what I mean, she basically. Built it from the ground up because she was like, yo, I need to read something. And, like, that, there's just nothing I can do. That, so I'm just, I just got to make it happen. And they do this really cool thing is where, like, her, essentially her best friend, he eventually starts getting suspicious. A few people get suspicious. Like, yo, 
Suspicious. Mine didn't used to be like this, my nigga. Like, how do you know how to make all this shit? She, so she was born into someone else's body. Also. Yeah. 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 See, that's fucked up, man. Like, well, to be fair, that girl died, and mine got put into her after the thing. The, the original <laughs> so mine didn't survive. Life. Yeah. That, that, this is that second body's lease on life. Correct. Yeah. That that but that Kirk that first body succumbed to the effects of the devouring, and then mine was born into the body, reincarnated into it. Oh, so I guess that's the only reason why it's surviving through the devouring. It's got a new soul. Probably. And also because, not only that, because her inventions and her influence allows her to slowly but surely handle it in different and eventually more and more effective ways. That's yeah. more like the only reason. Because the only way to survive the devouring is pretty much to sell yourself to a noble. and have the Because no, the nobles have the expensive the money to be able to buy magical tools That'd be able to drain the excess mana from you so that it doesn't kill tools, you. They're raping them. Pretty much. Absolutely. And I, I, I mean, I've seen it. Bro, come on. Dude. They, they even they, like... Uh, uh, it's on the face of it. <laughs> there was even like way, way later on, another kid was born and then he was male and the the, the head priest was like, damn, it's going to be way harder to get this dude a, a, a fucking... Uh, uh, get someone to adopt him because as a... As a female concubines are essentially way more valuable. So it's like, yeah, this world is... And she's just got to climb all At these At least they barriers. don't actually overdo it and, like, like sh- do the priest perv out or something? Mm-mm. Okay, okay. Like, yeah. this show is very, very wholesome. Like, it's, like, all that stuff is, like, it's it's very implied. Like, they, gotcha. they use the word, that's, like, concubine. that's good. See, I don't, mind the, I don't mind the implication of it. But it's, like, the intentionality of creating art that depicts it is, like, that's y- the thing that we do Yeah, that? 100%. 100%. 100%. But, yeah, go ahead. But uh, it, it's really cool watching her... Not only just like uh, learning about different types of of uh, uh, paper making and book making uh, um, techniques and stuff that, like that. That one's going on the list, actually. <laughs> but it also like it takes a really really serious turn when you know eventually she's like, "Oh my nigga, let's make a printing press." Like, yo, she got herself like, a black work in this bitch. She got herself a fucking um uh, 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 an apprentice, uh, a blacksmith apprentice, and she was like, "Yo, if you want me to be your patron." You gotta make me. She basically described the the building blocks of a printing press, and she's like, "Yo, if you can make me this shit, bro, I'll be your patron." Yo, printing presses are fucking engineering wonders, bro. They are. It's it's you pretty like, crazy. The I like how they show it. Like I, 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 as I said, I was working in the printing industry, and so like seeing like a web press or like a six color Ryobi or like, yo, these machines are so magnificently complex, and They're like huge, they yeah. printed out. Like they, they put the ink in, and it's just like, how the fuck do you get this can of liquid <laughs> spurted out so in just the right way yeah, to create so this perfectly. perfect image? Like, uh it's crazy, really amazing, yeah, yeah. And it's um, and the the what's really cool about the show is it eventually gets super duper dramatic once. In addition to that, to, yeah, that she has um the one isekai trope she does have is she has an overwhelming mana. It's like so not only does she have the devouring, but she also has a much higher amount of mana than the average person. Oh, she's a, which, she's a Naruto. Yes. So yo, why your chocolate later so high, on, bro? That becomes a problem not only due to um, envy from the uh, uh, nobility class because they're like, yo, fuck out of here, it's a commoner doing with that much mana, nigga. Fuck you, son. But also from people be like, yo, if we can capture her and fucking exploit her we could make a fuck ton of shit so she ends up becoming a target not only because she's a really successful inventor and merchant but also because she's a gigantic mana battery 
So that's when it starts going into like the actual magical combat and also like intrigue, and you start meeting a lot of new cool people. So I, I very much I, I, I feel like they it. missed an opportunity where yeah. she can store her mana in her breasts. Low. <laughs> well, she's not there I'm yet. Just it, it goes I'm just from, joking, but like and, that, the, it, if this was a common anime, yeah, yeah, that's, that's come on. Where else you put that the kind of, mana, of bro? This is the type of show where it's like they they, they just don't do all that stuff, man. It's it's very very wholesome. No, thankful because because I get that's literally something that Yoko Taro did. So let me yep. not even hundred percent like. Niggas is just weird like that, bro. bro. You, you don't remember that scene from high school DxD where the dude was using the chick's breast as a tripod for his gun, and then there was another chick fighting about 150 meters down, and she did like a backflip, and the bullet went in between her titties as her titties individually dodged the bullet. Wow. Yo, the individual <laughs> titty physics is out of control. I was individual like, individual titty physics is too much. Oh they, my goodness, they've gone too far, bro. It's like, bro, y'all be wild, so y'all niggas ain't got no chill. Bro, but like, hey. that's the funny thing is, is like, I, I get it. People got imaginations, but like, yo, you know how much work went into recreating that? Like, at, at some point, it's like, it's not even like a, like you drew it as a picture. Like, my nigga, the animations, for real? <laughs> for real, for real? That's like, you um, know, Record of Ragnarok, fucking Aphrodite's got yeah, two. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> the she statues got just, statue that exist only titty. to carry like, her titties. Yo, these are some big it's ones, hilarious. yo. hilarious. Y'all need Atlas. I need two Atlas. Matter of fact, I don't even need one Atlas. I need two. What for each of these titties? Bruh. But <laughs> I'm feeding the world, yo. This is the mother of the world you talking about here. No, I'm joking. Like when you brought up how uh uh how much of a marvel the um uh uh printing press was, one of my favorite moments in the season was when um uh, eventually she has to get aligned with the church and then there's oh. like a patron in the church that's like looking out for her and shit, right? Hey, hey, and hey, so bro, fuck with us, yo. We need you to print some Bibles. <laughs> Actually, she did that, but of her own volition type shit. They they didn't. The church does not fuck with her at all because she had to get special treatment because of her illness, and also because she has the money to pay for herself. So she got a lot of special treatment, and the nobles was not fucking. Oh, they was also, fucking with the rain. Also, the scene that made me watch this show was um. So the thing with with uh, the devouring is, if you don't control your emotions, that shit triggers, and your eyes goes all rainbow, and you go super saiyan. So there, the head of the church was, um, he tried to, he thought she was a noble because the first time she went there, she was dressed very, very fancy because some ceremony I that mean, she, she went to. the part. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he thought she was a noble, but then, and he asked to meet her parents when she asked to join. So she, they needed the parents' whoa, permission. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't got no parents like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> and when the parents showed up, he was just like, yo, these, I, these niggas is commoners. I thought she was a noble. And then he just started treating her like shit. Wow. And then. When the parents were like, uh, nah, we're not going to, I don't think we're going to let our daughter here. He started tripping out. And it was like, yo, do you y'all niggas define a noble? Murder these niggas. Ayo, execute these motherfuckers, Whoa, right? Oh, wow. And so her eyes tripped out. She went super sane and she was just like, yo, fuck is you doing to my family, son? And that's that's how she met her patrons because the, um, the actual decent priest had to jump in and calm her down and be like, yo, 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 yo if you kill this nigga, they're going to execute your family. Chill, chill, chill. Take it no, down no, no, no. a notch. What if I kill all of them, though? Take it no, down no, a notch. I'm not going to kill this nigga. I want to kill all of you, by the way. Yeah. So you better come up. Nah. <laughs> Fighting the church is usually not a good idea. Nah, not typically, because fucking fanatics, man. And mm-hmm. and, uh, because they can't lose. You feel me? The church can't lose. So anybody that defined them got to be made an example of. The problem is, is that their motivations aren't rational. Facts. So you can't, you can't ever expect them to like, that is fear correct. for their life. 
Yep. And so, nah, you don't want to fight people like that if you can help it. So, yeah, that, that scene where she went Super Saiyan, like, legitimately for the first time I had this nigga coughing blood was what kind of sold me on the show. Damn. So I was like, okay. You know that's what a nigga hurt when you okay. cough blood. I was like, all right, mine, I see you. Turn up. But... Yeah, I would highly recommend Ascendance of the Bookworm. It's it's fantastic animation. It's the type of shit you can watch with your kids. I rock with the name. Ascendance of the Bookworm. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I mean. And the story. Um, there are three seasons out, and they're only um, uh, twelve twelve episodes each. So it's pretty short and condensed, and they tell a complete story. I haven't finished season three yet, but I look forward to seeing where this shit goes. But that's mostly what I've been watching. Okay, okay, yeah, and I haven't actually gotten uh, in, in, into too much else, uh, but yeah, dude, uh, you're still slated to watch Guardians, right? You haven't watched that yet. No, I'm probably going to watch it on either Saturday or Sunday. Nice, okay, cool, cool, cool. But yeah, yo, definitely um, patiently waiting for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. No, I just said Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Don't worry, I called it Secret Wars earlier. Okay. Okay, what, what is Secret Invasion? To? Secret Invasion. I was like, wait, it's not Secret Wars either? <laughs> shit! I really don't know the name of this shit. Yeah. But, uh, no, Secret Invasion, yes. Patiently waiting for Secret Invasion. You know exactly what I meant. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Part. I meant the same thing. 100%. <laughs> like, like 20 or 30 minutes ago, we were playing with Otto and them. I was like, y'all ready for Secret Wars? You mean Secret Invasion? I was like, God damn it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. So close. That one. So, yeah, so, yo, the, the, the clips I've seen of it look crazy i'm looking forward to the intrigue of the scroll it's the scrolls right yes sir yeah and then um because uh carol danvers is the one messing with the kree yeah mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. i always get them mixed up for some reason because as a kid i don't tell me where don't ask me where i got super kree from but <laughs> i always super scroll is lit though yeah, i hope super i hope we get crazy. to see super scroll but then well, we need the fantastic four for that not happening not happening <laughs> I shouldn't say they're that. supposed to be coming. Around. They're supposed to be on the horizon. So, well, you know, I think that um, with them going galactic, it's the perfect time. Yep, hundred percent. This is the best time because um, I don't think nobody want to see that, that weak shit no more. You know what I mean? Facts. Nobody want to see mm-hmm. that street level shit with, with 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 a lot of the heroes anymore. Um, we can have street level heroes, just not in the main um MCU storyline really anymore. I don't think like. TV shows, cool, maybe a movie or two, but I can't see them doing a property as big as Fantastic Four is not part of the main storyline. Oh, yeah, they got to, for sure, for sure. It's got to be cosmic yeah, 100%. right now. Um, so, yeah. They're definitely... They, they Marvel wouldn't miss the opportunity to make that movie money. That's big, big money. And, I mean, they just got to... What's really so? Can we can we talk about that? What's really so hard about it? Because those movies weren't bad, but they were... They refused. No, I I don't think that the original Fantastic Four one and two were bad. I did not see the Michael B. Jordan one. Um, I would never sully that man's name like that. I rock with my dog. And that one was trash. I subjected it, it, myself like to that one. It's like when you see your homeboy and 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 he's knocking down a a a, a relatively undesirable chick, and you're like, <laughs> I feel you, dog. I feel you. She's probably Yo, nice. Something. I love that meme with Khabib where he's like, I don't care, bro. I don't care. I smash. Yeah, I, smash. <laughs> I smash, bro. <laughs> I smash. But yeah, no, um, you know what I mean? So I figured he was fucking around with some quote-unquote Marvel Studios shit. No, what was it? Marvel Entertainment shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so 
he thought that she 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 was wearing the clothes with the Marvel name, but it wasn't Marvel Studios, it was Marvel yeah. Entertainment, and he yeah. got like yeah. kind of got. Yeah. So I don't I don't I don't yeah. even think about that. I mean that, that one was also it, that one doesn't count because you know that one was the desperation maneuver to keep the rights. What was the? But I, I I mean, I think that and also Josh Trank, poor I, Josh I, Trank. The certain properties are so large that the body of choices you have for avenues to go down, I think, is large enough to say you chose. They chose poorly. Mm-hmm. It's not that there wasn't a good story to tell. Mm-hmm. It wasn't out for there. Sure, for they sure. had the star power. They had the budget. They just chose a couple of poor pieces. Not or the, the couple of they chose a couple of pivotal pieces poorly. Yeah, it's like um, like a lot of people point out, Incredibles is a fantastic form movie. You and it's me? fucking amazing. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, that's the formula right there, and they nailed it. Like mm-hmm. w- they know what to do. It's a, but again, that that was that was b- so. that was before the property went to Marvel. So that's why I'm really excited to see what they're gonna do with it. Yes. Okay. So so in 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 all expectations, we shouldn't we shouldn't burden it with the with the prior. Uh, uh, wait. Hail to the now. Cause I don't even, yo, I don't even know what the storyline of that Michael B. Jordan one was. Uh, it was whack. It was whack. I, I watched it because Toby Kebble was in it, and I fuck with Toby Kebble from Rock and Roller, and because Michael B. Jordan oh, yeah. with the, and Kate Mara was. It had a very dope cast, and the dude from The Wire that played their dad, who passed away the other day, R.I.P. Homie. On. You know what I mean? Like the cast was lit. So I would, but that's yeah, what I'm nah, saying. They had all the, they had a lot of the was, pieces. I should it, say they had was, all the pieces because they clearly did not. Yeah, it was, it was like. I, I think personally, in, in my opinion, I think what happened it was the the fact that the studio needed it, they just needed a hail mary desperation movie to keep the rights because the rights were going to expire and if they didn't get something in production when they did they the rights would default back to Marvel so they, they needed to get something out oh absolutely okay absolutely. So, so I hope that definitively they've learned that that's just a bad business move I mean they, they lost the rights the... anyway so exactly. get, you know it clears data it's a bad business move exactly they lost money <laughs> and they lost the rights so fighting to the... wait, 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 wait wait a second was that Ike Perlmutter uh, I'm not sure I'm not sure but also also Josh Trank you know famously went crazy quote unquote crazy on the move on that movie set was trashing the set being super mean to everybody and you know got black blackballed in the industry and shit oh, so yeah i did i do remember he had a mental yeah. breakdown so um, you know i mean it, it's also the confluence of those i think the pressure of him wanting to make a real movie and the studio be like nah nigga just fucking wrap that shit up so we can keep it and i think those two things clashing and not really having, you know, that that was his see, like, first big like, studio like, movie because his fr- uh, do, Chronicle was independent. Gotta, like, I, I think that in in a situation like that, actually, all those 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 actors actually hurt their production. Not their performances were bad; their presence hurt their production. They should have just keep like if you wanted to do that, if you really wanted to make a real movie, just like get some you know younger actors. You know what I mean. And yeah, do but something that's more. Original he didn't have the power to make that decision, though. That 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 to, to make that he you know needed to put into a production with those kind of actors. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. He didn't have the power to make those decisions. That's also what leads to a lot of his frustration is because yeah, the studio like, was keeping right, him from movie, doing what right, he wanted. Let me pare it down so that I can make something appropriate. No, get all the famous actors. But that's going to be really hard, and now we're going to have to put CG because we have to make a production worth all of that, and it's like. If we don't do all of that, I might be able to do something with this in like an hour, like an hour long feature film, you know, like a uh, like a werewolf by midnight type thing. You dig? 
You know what I mean? Like, just so, okay, let me do, do a one shot off real quick with it that might not get picked up. Maybe they'll, no. Like, nah, come on. You can't do it like that because, like, the actual definition of film is very specific as to, like, the runtime. So, like, like. Make it an hour. Yeah. But it has to be uh, it has to be more than an hour. Like I don't remember the exact number, but uh, in order for it to be considered a feature film and fall into a lot of specific like categories for that sort of shit, there are very specific parameters that have to be Which met. Which also doesn't matter because no one's fucking voting for that shit for shit other than worst <laughs> fucking movie of the year. Like, not like, I don't mean like for that. that. I mean just for like the oh. classification of being able to go into a movie theater type shit like that and oh. be considered like a feature film, yeah, which I is mean, the category of the rights that they were trying to keep. Yeah, wasn't wasn't the Michael B. Jordan one like two hours long? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't remember how long that, that was. Like, yeah, they just—I think they just did too much. I mean, um, they could do yeah. Clear as day, clear as day, yeah. they did too much. You know what I mean? They, they could have taken any number of, <laughs> of, of, of like, again, something else. Yeah, you know, I would have never expected that because it was a Fox property and Fox is almost never done those things right. You know what I mean? Fox do like one or two of those things right, and then they crumble horribly. So, you know, that's one of those things I would. That's why I said I'm glad it's at Marvel now because it just yeah. no longer has to deal with a lot of the problems that those previous Marvel properties that were when they were in the wild ran into. Because so they own it, but they haven't announced nothing yet, right? No, 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 not yet. Like the closest you got was was um um uh, uh what's his face in the in the Multiverse of Madness movie that little oh. teaser right there just to let you know uh, hey we got the rights back to these characters so here they are. Who was it? Galactus. No, um, Mr. Fantastic, when he got fucked up by, uh, 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 what's her face? Uh, Scarlet Witch. Yes. Oh, okay, yes, 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 yes. yes and, yes. um, and Professor X, too. That's basically to show you, like, hey, we got the rights back now so we can put them in our movies. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay, cool. Because I, I don't know why I, I, I thought that, that they had insinuated Galactus. And I was like, all right, if they insinuated Galactus anywhere in the MCU, then that would be, you know, maybe like a... No, a, they haven't little... dropped him yet. Yeah, cause because he would have fall under probably he would probably fall under the same copyright. Yeah, yeah, that's why, yeah. and that's why I was tying the two together. Like, okay, yeah. you know, if uh, in phase five or phase six, uh, they're in they're in the galactic um, uh, yeah. uh, power level. If Galactus gets insinuated, then that's the perfect uh, launching point to bring Fantastic Four into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, and we'll that's probably why you won't see it yeah. unless unless uh, uh, they change course because they've already. They've already st- for this phase. They've already sort of started hitting that Kang is the big bad, much like Thanos was. So the okay. sprinkles of him are already there, you know. So well, maybe it would Galactus have to be the next Kang. phase. Yeah, what if Galactus eats the Kangs? I mean, it depends on what happens going forward. Marvel might course correct, and if they do, you could see something like that happening for sure. Yeah, or or that that could be because um, wasn't it like you know kind of. Thanos overtook the big bad to become the overall big bad for the Infinity War arc. Oh, I don't know. So, so maybe Kang will start out as the big bad for Phase Five, and then Phase Six, a bigger battle come in, and and th- that'll be the ultimate goal. Yeah, that that's inevitable. How these things go, it's the power creep. Yeah, the next villains in order for it to be exciting, the next two's got to be bigger than the last. Ooh, you don't get much bigger than Galactus. Mm-hmm. And, and then I they reset the universe. God, I know what, dude. Because that that Galactus has storylines that they could that they could uh, draw inspiration from at least, where it's uh he uh, comes into contact with the cosmic um, entities and they reset the universe. Um, in the Ultimate Universe, he becomes Galactic the life uh, or Galactus the life giver. 
which is that's pretty dope. Or was it? I think it was the Ultimate Universe. Don't quote me on that. But um, in one of the um the variant uh, Marvel uh uh, uh storylines, Galactus is uh gets reborn so that he doesn't have to devour uh, planets anymore. <laughs> but yeah, that's what's up. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the Marvels is later this year. Uh, I'm sure that'll bring some 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 progress to the storyline because their their adventure looks to be uh, very much intertwined with the main storyline. If I'm not mistaken, um, what is the main storyline? It's Kang, too early to tell. Oh, you know, I think I'm missing a lot of pieces from Multiverse. Um, not Multiverse. Quantumania. Um, because I've still only consumed that secondhand. I still gotta watch it. Uh, uh, at the theaters or, uh, at this point, I'm just waiting for it to 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 become streamable on the um, on the Disney Plus, or for free at least, because I believe it is currently streamable, if I remember correctly. But yeah, definitely gonna have to uh catch that to see, uh where exactly the storyline is before I could actually sit down and, and reasonably contribute to that discussion because, yeah, a lot's happened. A lot has happened. Um, dang. Guardians 3, man. Can't wait to, to, to get back into that with you. But, yeah, not too much else has been going on in the entertainment sphere. But let me tell you, let me tell you, there's been plenty of news going on. So, um, let's jump on into some of these here topics. Uh... The weekly update on the um the Writers Guild of America strike. So, I've been talking a lot about the inter uh the inter union solidarity that has been causing quite a bit of issues in the entertainment industry um since the beginning of the strike. Um, IATSE, which is the International Association of Theatrical something something in stagehands, um, and entertainers, uh, guild, or or union, they have they they do a lot of the actual mechanics behind what's actual uh what the actors and directors do. So you have <laughs> actors, directors, writers on the creative side. And then you have a lot of uh, people who work on the stage, you know what I mean, in an ancillary method. And so they are all unionized under uh, IATSE, and they have, in showing solidarity with um, the Writers Guild, that has shut down Warner Brothers for, I think, a second day now. Like... Netflix is running into issues with with people just wanting to show solidarity, and that's the great part about um. That's the reverse side of the sheep, is that yes, they are easily led, but sometimes they get led astray, and so now there's random people in ununionized workplaces that are like, "We're showing solidarity too." Fuck it, like, wait, what? Okay, cool. All right, you're just gonna get fired, but okay, you have no protections under this, this, uh, this, this, um, this solidarity. But sure, and so yeah, there's been a lot of um situations like that happening in in various um, uh, uh, production uh, studios, but uh, you know, somebody who I I uh, appreciate greatly, Boots Riley, 
put the um, Directors Guild of America on blast, the leadership, because the leadership sent out a memo saying that the dual members of the uh, DGA and the WGA do not have to... Uh, do not have to obfuscate their directorial duties in solidarity with the writers. <laughs> Despite the Writers Guild of America speaking in solidarity with the Directors Guild to get them to stop doing certain types of work. You know what I mean? And so, of course, the, the, the Directors Guild uh, leadership has been subverted. They have they're, they've been co-opted by um, the studios. And so the membership of the Directors Guild was like, no. 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 Now we're going to do less work, actually. <laughs> so we're going to show solidarity across the board. So we won't work across IATSE lines. We won't work across anyone's lines who's showing solidarity with them. And it's like, good. Thank you, because that is the power of an organization that is genuinely made up of willing individuals. That is fucking abhorrent that the Directors Guild leadership chose to do that. And the fact that they didn't know their membership well enough to realize that that was going to get them ousted, because they, they can't survive that. They got to get ousted. And I know that they're deeply entrenched through a lot of bullshit, but... They're going to have issues. <clears throat> um, and and they didn't get... You know, I remember I, I mentioned before that, that SAG-AFTRA was showing solidarity. Now, they haven't done any kind of work stoppage or anything of that nature, but Fran Drescher, who I didn't realize was the president of SAG-AFTRA, <laughs> you know, she's like, a lot of things have to be discussed, but we're at the table. And I'm like, ooh, child. You do not want actors at the table when you're trying... Because, A, they are typically ill-informed of the genuine issues that are going on. Because this is not directly a writer... Uh, I'm sorry, a, a actor's situation. This is the writer's, you know what I mean? And so, having the actors uh, come to the table could derail negotiations because they genuinely don't have much stake other than solidarity. And it's difficult to negotiate with people who whose primary skill is to manipulate you. And so, yeah, it's like, I'm interested to see how this turns out for them. But yeah, the, the Directors Guild is, is looking real pie in the face right now because that stuff was unnecessary. They didn't have to go out of their way to try to inform their members to 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 not exercise their free will. Essentially. You know, like that they to jump off of that ledge. Mm, dubious at best though. Dubious at best. But yeah, um I appreciate that Boots Riley put them on blast for that because I'm sure that would have got sweeped on right under the rug. Uh, moving on from that, um, <laughs> yo, why is my man Anthony Mackie tripping, bro? What Did you do? see his most recent statements? Now, I yeah. have issues with Anthony Mackie because he disrespected a public servant that I personally 
um, follow and have been, um, you know, in in light contact with uh, through social media. And and he's a good guy. He does a lot of work. He's worked in the Bernie campaign, and he was he was very very off putting towards him, which makes me feel like yo, this is like this is like this guy's job is to be down to earth, and you're over here acting like like that. Like that's a little bit wild to me. But um, yeah, man, my man decided he wanted to jump off a ledge. <laughs> he was like, yo, we want to talk. We want to have the real discussion about racism in America. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> Take his phone. Take his phone. Take take his bruh, bruh. They didn't take it fast enough. Man, it was like the real racism is things like Black Panther being an all black set. Black Panther was not an all black set. It was a majority black set, primarily because it was depicting an African nation. But the idea that this man feels like he's about to lay his hot take on racism on the fact that Ryan Coogler is racist for shooting, for casting predominantly black people in Black Panther. <laughs> Bro, it's like, dude, are you doing bath salts? How my nigga's mad he wasn't in the movie. He's mad he didn't right? cut the check. Right? It just feels like he's salty, right? It feels like him and, 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 and Aldous Hodge is about to team up like, yo, Rog. Why didn't y'all invite us to the Black Hey, yo, you had Bucky in the movie, but you ain't had me. Yeah, I mean, you had them two white white niggas and Mary Louise Dreyfus. Yeah, yeah, Mary Louise Dreyfus. Yeah, Julie Louise Dreyfus and uh, um, what is Martin Freeman? Martin Freeman on there. But you ain't gonna let us get in on the Black Excellence. Rude. That's an interesting take there, buddy. I just don't know where he was going with it. And I'm sure that there's nuance to it that he said, but after I heard that part, like... I just heard the clip and I was like, you know what? I don't think the context is going to make this any better. And I don't want to give him any more rope to hang himself. At least not in my eyes. Because I like Anthony Mackie as a fucking actor. I'm so disappointed in him. Like, not how, but obviously it's, it's not hard to be an ignorant human being and a good actor. It actually helps to be a good actor if you're an ignorant human being. And so I know exactly how this comes about. It's just why, why, at this big age in this big old year of twenty twenty three, black people still out here caping for white causes. I just don't get it. The statistics is all there. Like even, bruh, even the whites are turned on the whites. Niggas is off white, and they and 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 you. St- Still have a preponderance of black people and minorities. And 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 I do genuinely think it is a silent expression of the inherent self-hate that comes from being a subculture of American culture and being black. Like you got if American culture is anti-black and you are a subculture of American culture, then self-loathing is going to be very high on the, the dinner plate for you. And so you you should learn how people need to learn to deal with that. But yeah, it's just don't make no sense to me. You know, like 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 the obvious uh, 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 shucking and jiving for a group of people who will cleanly sell you down the river as soon as you are not uh, 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 beneficial to them in any way. You know, like I don't know, I don't know. But yeah. 
if, if, if you care about the nuance of that argument, I feel free to listen to the audio, but I don't think that there's much there. There's not much meat on that bone, that's for sure. But yeah, I, was, I wasn't sure if you had you had run by that and had some thoughts on it. But yeah, yeah Anthony Mackie. I haven't heard it. Need to chill, bro. Need to chill. But yeah, dude, there's been a bunch of shit going on in gaming too, bro. Uh, so this is one that I thought was was interesting. So you played Chain Echoes, right? Yes, sir. You enjoyed it, correct? Very good game. Okay, so a few days ago, out of nowhere, the they got rebu- review bombs on Metacritic. And I mean, like, in a substantial way. Uh, to where their 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 score suffered uh, enough to, to, to be noticeable. And it wasn't as if there was, like, some kind of interaction that had soured it. There wasn't any new update or anything that changed anything. These were just commentless reviews that were taken in by the system by the system and so it led me to 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 ask the question like first of all do reviews matter like does the metacritic score drive enough interest that it comes out into dollars and cents and if it does what can we do be uh uh to either educate ourselves to to circumvent bad review uh uh sites like that or to regulate that in in its execution you know i'm not sure what your consumption of um of uh of game reviews are especially on the metacritic side like i couldn't i personally don't kind of imagine going to metacritic for a video game review no nah, i mean i i i've mentioned in the past one time before like I don't really need reviews because there's usually plenty of YouTube footage showing directly the actual game itself and telling you exactly what the game is about. Would separate, completely separate of a review. In addition to that, I am not susceptible to the whole FOMO. Let's do it. Let's get it right now type yeah. thing, right? If it's not a Steam Learn sale, for sure. if it's not a Steam sale, I'm probably not fucking with it. So first thing you do is insulate yourself from needing it right now. There's no need to get most games from right now. As a matter of fact, Armored Core is the first game in like, um, Ooh, Armored Core and Street Fighter 6. Probably I about both two of those years. on the plate, my nigga. Yeah. We played in hours on those. It's about both of those games are like the first game in about two years where I'm thinking about like, oh man, that might be a game one. Actually, that's not true. I also got, um, uh, that doesn't count because it was a remake. The um, <laughs> the Ogre Battle remake. I oh, got that on day one. Into, yeah, you were rebuying that. <laughs> so that doesn't count because, you know, that's, Literally a, a game that's a classic in review. So, but yeah, but not even just for our personal tastes, just in general, because no, that's my advice yeah. to anyone who would want to do oh, that. Okay, it's so. like my advice is if you want to insulate yourself from that, there is plenty. If as long as you are not like, oh, I need it right now, as long as you can wait, there will always be YouTube videos that so, will okay. show you as much information as you need about the game. I, I think that that is that I think that's a very relevant and salient idea that the culture should move away from using those online review sites at all um or also like aggregate information you know what i mean like don't just use one singular if you're going to use reviews don't use a singular review like well, look I, at I a bunch mind, of them and then evaluate the like that, how you know the average i don't mind the idea that we move away from something like a metacritic where there's literally nobody's works at met like yes people work at metacritic but it's like it's a very small it's not really a creative operation. It's just a website that's maintained that 
aggregates data from the internet to create these scores. You know what I mean? And and people willingly submit data to them in the form of comments. But honestly, that's not really the best way to, to I think, to review a movie. I much I do I think that you're much better off maybe empowering the YouTube content creation to to fill that niche. You know what I mean? Because even though I have my issues with YouTube content creators for their lack of professionalism, um, that that could be dealt with. You know what I mean? I honestly, in this situation, I think the video game community would be better off migrating away from those kind of things because they are easily manipulatable. Um, even though there are a few good ones like the Steam community reviews that team that tend to aggregate uh, scores well, but maybe we need to move away from the yelping video games does that sound cra- crazy cuz that's what we're doing is we're yelping I mean, video games and that doesn't sound like the best way to consume them i mean it's up to everybody you feel me i can because video games are for my personal enjoyment i can really only speak on it based on that and those parameters you feel me yeah. so i but we guys as the consumers today, we have to have some guardianship for the children who are going in our consumer society who's going to be consuming after us. You know what I mean? And so, well, yeah, that, we that, that con- falls under the raise yeah. your kids thing. And I and I do, do believe that I did that yeah. by giving forth yeah, my opinion as to, as no, to no, I, how, I how to do I that. Think it was a, a very so salient. it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you ha- it, just like anywhere else on the internet, you have to protect yourself. Yeah, there is no safe place on the internet, uh, and and, and it too. is like that's a, anytime you trick yourself into believing that you're likely to get duped. I'm not saying it's mm-hmm. gonna happen every time, but you increase the likelihoods of that happening. Whether that's movie reviews, whether that is like purchasing anything, you know, it's just, any kind of review, whether it's whether movie even or that's product, the, yeah. whatever, even it's just like news slicing, clicking yeah. on it, or even emails that can get fished. Yeah. So yep. it's like there is no safe place on the internet. So just like anything else. The way to protect yourself is arming yourself with information. Yeah. The better your information and the better your ability to parse that information, the less likely you are to fall for any of the internet shenanigans. Not to say that you're, you can't keep up with all of them. You're eventually going to get caught with one or two things. So it's important to not only be aware that mm-hmm. it's constantly changing, but to also, you know what I'm saying, once you do get caught, you know what I'm saying, adjust. Don't get yeah. caught slipping the same way multiple Update times. Because that, that's how people begin to like, you know, a lot of people, they'd be like, man, I bought 10 bad games in a row. That's your uh, bad. You me? That's your bad. You're not learning like, nothing. <laughs> I, I honestly cannot remember the last time that I wasted money on the video games. And the it's way true. I determine how... Uh, uh, um, oh, and Final Fantasy 16. If I had a PS5, I would get that too. By the way. <laughs> no, because we talked about a bunch of games. Yeah, yeah, I like got you. 16, sorry. So, and, and it's like, um, the way I look at it is like, if, if $1 per hour. So mm. if I've spent $30 in the game and I've played that game for 30 hours, well, you know, fun. because I feel like people, video games companies deserve to get paid for good games. Agreed. You deserve to get paid for your game. It takes a lot of work to make that shit. So I don't mind paying. What I mind is when I pay and it's bullshit and i can't get my money back so to avoid so, that i do my research and that's the, that the whole reason why i believe that this conversation is salient is because when something like this happens does this negatively impact the devs because that 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 indie studio doesn't deserve to be review bombed just facts yeah not based on this product, i mean i know period. personally like if they ever make another game i'm absolutely on it if, yeah. if they drop a dlc for this game i'm absolutely on it and so, yeah, you know, I, I, 
the best way to insulate the studios that we enjoy and 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 keep them safe from this kind of chicanery is to be an informed consumer so that if each of the of uh, if the majority or the preponderance of the consumer base isn't swayed by that then it's not nearly as problematic and we can just ignore it like like we would prefer to do in general you know what i mean just ignore the stupids let them be stupid cuz you know as long as they're not hurting anyone it's fine but unfortunately if they're take if they if they're hurting the revenue of the devs doing this stupid shit then 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 now we have to have a discussion because i want them to be successful you know what i mean and mm-hmm. and and we live in a but you country just gotta where throw the information know. out there like a net yeah. and hope they swim in it and take what it is to take. Yeah, you know, because because people, as you say, no, ain't nobody raising their kids. <laughs> they leaving them out here to go do wild shit. But yeah, um, speaking of getting your money's worth, seventy dollar games is a thing now. That's the wave. I think the last like I think three AAA releases were all seventy dollar games. Tears of the Kingdom, 70. Whew. Exactly what I said last time. Hey, my nigga, if you got to get it right now, that's the price you got to pay. Bro. If you want it right now, it's the price you got to pay. But in well, most I, cases, I, video game prices depreciate. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you God. can get them. Not only that, a lot of times, if they video games does well enough, they'll release a Game of the Year edition that's $20. That's like half price, that shit. So, or if it does poorly, it, it'll still cut it down. So yeah. as we say... Video game prices depreciate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it just is what it is. They so, always go yeah. down over time. I mean, it's just how fast they go down. Yeah. If if you want that day one, consider it. That's the day one tax, man. That's that's the day one tax. It is what it is. And so, um, for like, there's a, there's a couple of of aspects of that discussion. And there's a, out of the first, I think four AAA titles to release at seventy dollars, only one of them actually worked. Fully. Correct. So going back to what you were saying, if I'm going to pay you my money, I don't want to pay you for some bullshit. That's why you do your research. And And that's why you wait if possible, you feel me? Like, I I say I don't like adopting early technology, bro. I hate doing that because I know the trend is to let you beta test it uh for them. The trend is to let you pay to beta test it. And then they release a DLC that fixes the problems later. Or to do it like um, No Man's Sky... Sell you, tell you that it's gonna be wonderful. Sell you bullshit. You buy it, and then they fix it afterwards, and then people forget about it. It's like it never happened. So you know, and, and, and it is a just it is a strategy they do. So absolutely, I think that watch it's out been, for it. It's definitely already peaked, and I think um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven was the mm-hmm. decline. Was it, the first one that was like, you know what, guys, that stop doing too. this, please. And it's getting to the point now where they're increasing the price. And giving you that shitty quality. And so I think they're going to hit a breaking point. They're not going to, I don't know how they get any valid marketing feedback from this. There's zero valid marketing feedback from this, unless the feedback you're looking for is whether people are happy with this particular price point. Because that's the only thing people are talking about now. They're not talking about the quality (laughs) of the games. They're not talking about writing. They're not talking about graphics. They're talking about. I bought a a seventy dollar game that was a digital download for my PC that does not work. That is fucking nuts. That is fucking nuts. There is absolutely no world in which you pay seventy dollars for a PC game that does not work functionally on the PC, and then that's a good thing, and that's a normal thing. 
So I think, and 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 I heard that the console games are more stable, just not good. Like they're terrible frame rates on um, Jedi Last Survivor. Um, just just overall half baked titles. And Tears of the Ki- uh, Kingdom is the only of the last four AAA titles to release that was a complete game, and it hit it out the park. That one was classic amazing. Nintendo. Yep. Watching Sony and Xbox race to the fucking bottom for some reason. Like, I just don't get that fucking mindset. What is that shit, dude? Like, huh? I have all the fucking money and market share. Let me continuously make shittier products. See how that lands with the people who have put their time and effort into supporting my company. Like, I just don't fucking get it. It's so silly, bro. So silly. Because there's, there's nothing that, that I, I well, I don't know. Maybe they're looking at numbers that I can't see. But just based on, like, the, the, the published numbers from what I see, a lot of the moves that Sony and, and, and Xbox are, or, or Microsoft are making is kind of crazy. But then again, oh, man, who was it? Oh, no, there was a dev recently. Oh, no, no, no. It was Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer was talking recently um at, uh, at an online event. And he made the comment that, and this is Phil Spencer now, of Microsoft now, of like top dog to make all the big decisions. He's like, he's not fully sold on the idea that if you make better games, people will buy more games. And I'm just like, wait, what the fuck are you talking about? So you're telling me that all the half-baked games that have been getting nothing... But see, that's the problem, is that social media backlash ain't a boycott. And so if the he doesn't see that outcome because he is seeing the games sell. He's not seeing the games not sell. He, he's not reading the reviews. I, I don't think that Phil Spencer read the reviews for Jedi Last Survivor. I don't honestly think he read them. He said he did. I don't think he did. <laughs> because if he did, I'm pretty sure that that's, that's, that can't be the, 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 the idea. That if you make better... Uh, unless you're saying, no, we all you fuck nuts buy the games already. There's no more market share for us. We don't need to make better games. I can't see us getting more purchasers because we've hit market cap there literally is no more of you we've run the numbers we got the demographics there's no more gamers to buy the games that want to play the systems that we want and so no we don't need to make better games to sell more because you guys have been yucking up the shit we've been giving you so that's what i got from that statement but i i I highly implore you to take a take some time out to um listen to what he said because that general sentiment, because I, 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 I was genuine with the sentiment that I said was his, but my, you know, the, the, the elaboration is where I got critical with it. But you know, the idea that the per, the people at the very top are not convinced that the quality of the game needs games need to improve if they are both going to a retain interest and b not fall into the same same pitfalls you know what i mean and so yeah it it, it, 
it'll be interesting to see to, to see I mean, where that goes. That shit don't matter. People shouldn't be buying shit games anyway. That's what dude just told you he wants to make shit games. Technically, that should have absolutely nothing to do with right. you if you okay. like shit games. I thought that that's that's what I heard. It is you know what, what it I mean? Is. And I wasn't even trying to paraphrase him in a way that sounded like that. But how how else do you say that you're not convinced that people will buy more games if you make better games? Like, yeah. no, wait, what? So is that a reason not to make better games? Because I yeah. didn't think it was. It's all good. Whether he wants to make better games or not, don't matter to me. I don't play games that yeah, I, don't I don't enjoy. I, I haven't played an Xbox <laughs> game <laughs> since fucking <laughs> long time. You can make as many shit games as you like, buddy. Have, have at it, Hoss, as they say. But yeah, that that, that was an interesting uh, uh, statement. Um, this one, man. Gosh. So Riot just paid out fifteen hundred and forty-eight women, all with valid, credible sexual abuse cases. It's kind of high. That feels like every single woman at that company. I, I I mean, how many women do you think are employed at at, at Riot? No idea. I mean, but I'm I'm pretty sure sound it's like, close to that, that does sound like the number. majority for sure. Yikes, man! I mean, it's an epidemic. I mean, it is bad, and and for a long time because I mean, this has been going on for over a decade now. You know, people have been talking about like, yo, yo, corporate administrative culture. Ooh, child, you should see what they do to these women. And I'm like, what? No fucking way. And because I'm so obvious and vocal about my opinions. I was never invited into the bro fest when I was when I was um, present in corporate culture, and so I never witnessed that shit. People know better than to ask me to do some silly shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, oh hey, we're gonna go over to to our female colleague and 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 harass her about her boob size. Like, bro, what? <laughs> do y'all go home and 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 and, and jack each other? Yo, off how old too? are you, my nigga? How like, old are you? What the fuck is wrong with you? Y'all niggas get together to harass. Women, like I get it, you know. There's guys who are shit back to their significant others, and that is your own personal demons you got to deal with. But y'all niggas get together at the workplace to sexually harass women. Oh, y'all niggas is some special kind of beta male cucks, yo. Because why the fuck would you do that? Why? Why would you be inviting each other into this kind of shitty, toxic fucking behavior? That shit don't make no sense to me whatsoever. It's protection. Oh, they if think that the r- crowd is going to protect them? No, yeah. If you're all wrong, we're all right. Yeah, well, I guess there's a half-life on that on that defense, I guess. 100%. Because, uh, yeah, eventually. Because that whole thing relies on it's fine until it's not. Exactly. And, and it always gets to not fine. Like, it always gets to the point where it's not okay. It, it, you know what I mean? It might take a couple years. Might, but if you just want to push the buck for the ramifications of your behavior, once again, have at it, Hoss. I just I, I choose not to organize my life that way. You know what I mean? And and I don't think that it's it's uh it's effective for people to do shit like that. Like and it's just weird. It's just it's super weird and antisocial. And I and and to do so in a uh cap, uh captive in, uh environment like the workplace. <sighs> Riot, riot, riot. But evidently they've been doing a lot of work to 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 fix this whole situation and change the workplace culture. So, you know, you know, I really hope that they are successful in doing so. Um 
I hope those women feel uh, made whole by whatever compensation that they were provided. It was it was like twenty five million, like it was something in the order of like sixty thousand dollars per woman or something like that. I think, some somewhere around that, on average. But I'm sure that it ranges depending on the case and like the severity, because you know, Jesus Christ, man. And I mean, and 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 look no further than the top, man. They just convicted Donald Trump of the same thing. You know, like it starts at the top and culture filters down. And yes, it's always been present, but it's never been so so on the face of it as it has been. I think, you know, since since you know, I don't know, past ten years, you know, the 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 terrible position that that women have been in in this country, <sighs> you know, and then and, and they fight back wearing pussy hats, you know, and I and I gotta laud them for that, you know, that takes. An amazing amount of grace to be treated the way that the average woman gets treated by by people at large in the workplace, and they and they still manage to to combat it with grace. You know, not every woman's graceful. I'm not saying that, but but I would say that overall, that's not an overgeneralization. You know, obviously there's exceptions, but yeah, women. Gosh, it, it's tough out here for. For them, because I mean, I can't imagine like an employer like Riot has fifteen hundred. That just makes me feel like, yo, there's gotta, it's gotta be at least similarly as bad in other places. Like that can't just be Riot, right? Or, or, or am I overgeneralizing there? I mean, it probably depends on the company and how. The thing is, like, Riot is special because it's one of those things where they get to create their own environment. Like, I'm sure that probably can't happen in a cultural corporate thing that it's like a chain you know what i'm saying i'm sure it's a much corp- much less likely i but would say that riot is definitely a medium-sized corporation yeah and it's like this sort of thing where it's like it's like a fantasy company that was created by people who wanted to do fantasy things so i can absolutely imagine them having a bunch of unrealistic ideas about how, how things should be works. you know what i mean yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's a bunch of kids, young kids that got together had a dope ass idea and happened to hit it big and court in the market yeah, yeah, you know, but um, I'm glad to see that they're making moves. I hope that this is an institutional change for them, you know, because it's a slippery slope before you start looking like an Activision Blizzard. You know, it's a slippery slope, you know, and 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 especially when the the abuse was as prolific as that, you're you're on the slope, you on the slope, you know what I mean? And so yeah, speaking of Activision Blizzard, it's funny. I I saw this random um. This random video of, of a demonstration of someone getting a tattoo removed, and uh, guess what they were getting removed? Mm. Horde symbol. <laughs> and it was funny because it's I funny. have that that Blizzard coaster that we got at BlizzCon that has the the Horde symbol on it, and I, and I just glanced over, I was like, oh, holy shit! Like, <laughs> what the fuck? It was really random, but it was hilarious. I was like, yeah, 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 get that out of here. Go ahead, get that off of there. And it, do not ref that if you can help it. And uh, it, it, it is in your best interest to find a a, a new in, uh, a new personal hobby. But yeah, at least don't brand it on your body that way, if you must. But yeah, that that was uh, that was a rough one hearing coming from Riot. But yeah, moving on from that, um, you know, here uh, I just want to touch on this before we get out of here because I, I know I've been kind of running long on the entertainment stuff, but. 
you know, Texas is wilding out right now. They're about to deputize citizens to 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 patrol the border and have a separate court that rules um that rules over over the their judicial proceedings. Now, that is extremely dangerous. That is extremely dangerous because the idea that those people are going to take that authority and sit on the border and not do anything with it, I think that's, that's a naive thought. I think that, you know, just like how the Border Patrol in the past has overreached and uh, used their power beyond just patrolling the border, I have a feeling that if you deputize a bunch of gun-happy uh, citizens directly after... Uh, 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 someone plows their truck into a bus stop of migrants, then, you know, a bunch of people, uh, uh, someone goes and shoots up a house full of migrants, you're now going to draw from that population of people to arm them and go patrol the border as if they're not going to go do other things? Yo, I like how you're talking as how this is some sort of innocent coincidence and they can somehow see how this is going to happen. I actively think that they're arming those people, they're empowering those people to be able to do those things. Rather than sort of they're like making a bad a, a rash bad decision that's gonna turn out badly. No, they know what they're doing. Okay, and and and, and I agree with you. I I always feel like I have to present it in a in a way that's not accusatory because it's like what y'all niggas is doing is 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 clearly on the face of it fucked up and has very obvious outcomes. Hey man, I don't make no accusations, just observations. Yeah, I mean, and but... like I said, if I can see this shit from space, my nigga, the nigga that's actually in space can't be blind to it. Yeah, I mean, and 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 so yeah, you know, they're 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 arming the citizens in a in a time where the cultural tension's high, the mental illness is high, the the access to massive firearms is high. And it's like, yeah, dude, the the math is all right there. The math is all right there. Like, you're going to create a whole lot of dead bodies on the border. And for what? And for what? These are the people who will graduate into the migrant work system that that powers our whole agricultural system. And and, and, and why, why would we arm fucking rabid white people to, to go mow them down i just it's intentional yes i just don't understand what their intentions are I mean, hate is not a rational thing curry to hate yeah. is the purpose feel me and that motivates everything else yeah that, that's the worst that's the worst i hate emotional motivations like that like like the high evolutionary man like the i when you when you see him you're like man Y'all emotional ass niggas, bro. Like, just tuck that away, man. There's, there's, there's bigger things to be done here. I hate emotional motivations. It's the worst. But yeah, what are you gonna do? You know, like, it sucks that they're so empowered to mobilize their hate to hurt people. Health, hate is self motivating. Nothing is more motivating than hate. Yeah. I'd even love because love, it's like. Sometimes there's a degree of risk involved in love that causes people to not move, but hate, hate makes you push through that shit. Hate is the is the no matter what. Hey, uh, 
love love is relatively complacent you love things as they are you love them in the moment you love the image of somebody you love what they are you know what i mean but hate hate consumes mm-hmm. hate hate is is something that it, that draws towards things it chases things it's it's like fire it's like fire yeah it's it like burns. fire mm-hmm. and 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 yeah dude it's it's sad because in this country it's it's such dry tender everywhere for it 100% this, this entire when they say this country is a tinderbox it's it's on so many more metaphoric levels we got to we we got to address it because you know i was watching a, a clip online and and you know europeans have gotten to the to to the habit of calling americans afrikans because anytime they hear <laughs> loud funny. noises abroad they get scared because of the rampant gun violence in our in our country and it's just it's something that is completely dealable and it's not to say that you there is no i don't think that the sterilization of the environment is the goal at all not even one little bit but there is absolutely things we can do to stop exacerbating the worst parts of our environment you know the worst parts of the people around us you know and that's that's what you know that's 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 what i think is super important you know what i mean and 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 you know like like we said earlier you know you get it like you live so try to live better if you want to get better that's the you know if there's no other motivation for trying to be more you know progressive productive whatever positive word you use for moving forward you know it's you know it's it's that you know in the end that that's how i want to be you know not only remembered but that's that's how i want to get it i want to get it in a productive way you know i want to die doing something productive that i enjoyed you know but yeah anyway that is what it is Hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, please feel free to subscribe to us. You can find us on the so- on the social media. Uh, you can also find us on Patreon uh, and on Anchor.fm. You could also find us on Twitter at Karee underscore T and at Home Heron. You could also find us on Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast and at Heron's Homies. And you can find me on Instagram at Rico GVO. Now, just remember, guys, time's only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly will learn from. Thanks again for joining us and have a great one. Peace out. Take it easy.